This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. But over the weekend, one of the things that came up, want to want to get your thoughts on this before we get to the to, to the Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. The college game day basketball crew was down in Auburn uh, for their matchup. And, of course, they do it just like the college football. They go one of the places. And they're sitting around talking about Caitlin Clark, who has been obviously the talk of not only women's college basketball, but kind of college basketball and basketball at large over the past couple of weeks as she has gone past and set the women's all-time scoring mark. She went past Casey Plum, who had, uh, excuse me, Kelsey Plum, who had the record. And so they were talking about it on college game day. And Jay Williams, former Duke point guard, played in the NBA as well, had this to say about her. And I want to get your thoughts on this. He said, okay, I think she's the Steph Curry of women's college basketball. I think she has changed the dynamics of the way the game is played. But then he went on to say, I am unwilling. And and then he plays it on Kobe. He says, maybe it's the Kobe mentorship around me. I am unwilling to say that she is great yet. In my opinion, it has to culminate with your team winning a championship. Now, he got pushed back immediately. From the rest of the crew there, Seth Greenberg, Jay Billis. But I'm going to ask KJ Carson, is Jay Williams really that far off by saying in order to be great or one of the greatest, you need to have a title? I think you know, we might be getting caught up in word semantics in terms of what he was, what he might have been trying to get to. Like, he might have been trying to say that she's not the greatest, but she's great. Don't get, don't get it wrong, because you can be great and not be a champion – but I think to get into the greatest of all time conversation, you need to be a champion. So if that's what he was getting to, then I totally agree. We can't say this is the greatest college basketball player of all time and you not win any titles in a sport where you're not talking about 20 competitive teams every year. That's that, that's not college women's college basketball. Great, yes. So if we're hanging up saying that Jay Williams is saying that she's not great, I don't think that's what he's saying. I can't put words into his mouth. But if he's making the argument that he doesn't believe that she's the greatest of all time just because she's the all-time NCAA leading scorer, and I think if you want to get into the semantics of women's basketball college, you I think you have to go back to the AAIW before where you had smaller division twos and threes and she's not the all-time scorer when you include players from those leagues as well. So is she the greatest of all time? No, there are no championships. Is she great? Absolutely. So in your mind, and and I'm actually kind of leaning that way as well. And she's, look, she has this season where she absolutely, Iowa could go and win the the title. They were in the title game last year. She is talking about coming back next season as well. So she'd have another opportunity there. But I don't understand why everyone immediately jumped at him, at Jay Williams, for this take because that's what has been being said about the NBA greats forever. No matter how good you've been, if you don't have the title, why does everybody say, oh, Jordan is better than LeBron? doesn't matter that LeBron's the all-time leading scorer. Jordan's got more titles, and he never lost in a final. That seems to be the dividing point. So what's the big deal if he says, hey, she wins a title, I'm going to throw her up there with the – Diana Taurasi's with the Sue Birds, people like that. But until she does, 
She's an elite scorer. She's been a cultural phenomenon. There's no question about that. But right. she isn't among the girls. Well, I think we're in a time where the reaction means more to people than the facts, right? That is a fact that Caitlin Clark has not won an NCAA Division I women's title. She hasn't won one of those yet. And until she does, can you have the conversation about the greatest? Because if we did this, nobody's saying that Dan Marino's the greatest quarterback of all time in the NFL. Why? Because he didn't win a championship. So we can't say, hey, it applies over here, but it doesn't apply over here just because the level of outrage that's going to come. I, I, I think that's just where we are now, where – my outrage and my feelings are more important than what you factually stated. If I sat there and said, you know, your name is Bill Rowland, there shouldn't be 10 people suddenly saying you should be calling him William. That's disrespectful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you didn't silence the H like you're supposed to. That's where we are now. And sometimes people just need to shut up, listen to what's being said, and then form the opinion versus – I'm just going to fly off the seat of my pants and not understand. So we get caught in the semantics. If Jason Williams is saying, look, she's not the greatest of all time, but she's great. He's absolutely right. But because people heard that she's not great, they're thinking, oh, she, he said she's not great. Now, some of it comes with media training and stuff like that. And this, I get to the semantics of like, these are athletes and you're trying to have them be precise with their words. And this is not exactly what they do. But sometimes people need to just stop themselves down for a second and, and think about what's being said versus getting straight into your emotions right away. Like, I want a sixth Chicken McNugget, not five. I want a sixth. You know, like, oh, God. Yeah, and it, it is fascinating because I think, I think there is also some level of people, and I'm not saying they were white knighting for her, Caitlin Clark doesn't need anybody to white knight for her, but that's what a lot of people say is, oh, they were protecting her. You know, that's not what was going on here. The whole thing is, though, that she has become so popular and she is such a cultural phenomenon that any type of even perceived negativity towards her, people are losing their minds. When, as you said, it's just a conversation. It's just kind of peace, piecing it and putting it in spots where you go, hey, Yes, she's great, but she hasn't won anything. And Diana Taurasi won, what, three times? Maybe she might even yeah. won four times. Whatever it was, right. that's where he wants to start leveling off his greatness. I got no problem with it. I don't have a problem with it either. I think it's just that, you know, terms like hater has become such a part of the lexicon that people just jump on that. It's just like, you know, like, how am I a hater if I'm stating something factual to you? You know, relationships, same thing happens. You know, you know, I never told you I loved you, you know, but, you know, you can say it in other ways. How about this? I could just say I love you, but if I don't say that, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a, it, it doesn't mean it happened. And I, and I, and, and that's what's just kind of, I don't want to say it's unfortunate, unfortunate. It's just that everybody wants to do this. Everybody seemingly wants to do this. And they don't think about how you have to think about your words, how you respond, how you tactful, how can you understand how another side of something may be. So the white knighting for Caitlin Clark, I think that part of is is of what social media is. Some people want to make it more than what it is, and it doesn't necessarily need to be that. Some people still see the Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese 
you know, back right. and forth that was going on in the championship game and take connotations from that all the way to the other side of town to this conversation when those two things don't even apply. Yeah, no doubt about it. It will be interesting and be fun to watch. Again, she is enjoyable to watch. It's a lot of fun. We'll see how that translates once the NCAA tournament rolls around because they are going to, at some point, run into a team like South Carolina who looks like they are as dominant on the women's side as UConn has been on the men's side. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.